Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies. X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. Hi, how are you? Kenny. You tired? Great to be back in the podcast. Last night was an unmitigated disaster. (laughs) Since you're past it, right? Since How old's your youngest? Three. He's three. Holy cow. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you're past it. You're never going to have to worry about that again, most likely. Uh, well, your horror stories, I was actually – so somebody asked uh, – Alex Welp on Twitter asked me, when's this podcast start? And I kind of wanted to fire back on Twitter. It wasn't being fired back, but it's like, uh-huh. when I get off the bowl, that's when the podcast starts. Because oh, yeah. it's timed up, and I, don't, I, I, I know I'm not allowed to get too in-depth with it. For whatever reason, my body clock, 10 o'clock every day, and I hate it. I hate it. I wish it was more like 1 o'clock every day. That'd be much easier for me. 10 o'clock every day, and I'm struggling changing it. You know it, who else hates it? Everyone you. out there in that lobby. I ha- I know. I don't like doing it. I don't like doing it, but I have to every day. So, um, I was thinking about your problem. And the more you tell us about your problems, the more I'm like, I got to get the surgery done. I got to, I got to. I gotta get a vasectomy. Right, right. It's a, I gotta get a vasectomy because you just know, and I don't know how different were all three at, as babies. How different as far as were you able to figure it out after the first one or the first two for the third, or were all three different? Axel was such a giant pain in the ass. He yeah. made the other two so much easier. Gotcha. Okay. Um, Axel was a colicky baby. He had GERD, and so he oh, was man. such a crier that he made things much easier. Eli. Only cried a little bit, and Jonah just went with the flow. Jonah barely cried at all throughout and tomo- everything. And tomorrow's only three weeks, so anything we think we've discovered could be out the window two days from now. That We're learning on the fly, but last night was so bad because the missus had such optimism mm-hmm. about how this was going to go. I mean, we were in bed really early. Mm-hmm. We were so excited about doing this, and then it was four straight hours to start out the night because yeah. we knew – we're going to try to piece this together. It was a wild weekend for me, just running back and forth, and I was on fumes. So we were exhausted yesterday. I mean, we were eating dinner at like 5.30 yesterday. And we oh, were, you're so old right now. We were exhausted. We were exhausted, and we could not wait to lay down and go to bed, and we were praying. The fingers were crossed, and 
three hours into the nightmare, we're like, this is not going how we were hoping. This is going to be a brutal night. And it was every bit of brutal. It was even worse for her because I finally did fall asleep. So I got about three hours. She got none. Yeah. And so she's exhausted right now. I did the ultimate sacrifice a couple times. Um, the ultimate sacrifice is, right, because it had to happen. Actually, I did it once with all three is where I said, you know what? He ain't going to sleep. Tonight's just going to be one of them nights. I'm going to take him downstairs. And I take him downstairs, and I'm just, I, I just decide I'm going to watch TV. Yeah. And I'll never forget with Jonah, we were back at our place in North Ridgeville. Um, he was the smallest of our babies. That's why I'm kind of really afraid. Like, oh, if Liz gets knocked up again, we're going to have ourselves hopefully not a big problem because he was very small, yeah. very small. It was almost like her, like her body was telling her, you better get out with it getting right. good here. Right. <laughs> and um, he was such, he, he didn't cry. He, he bar- he, again, he barely made a whimper. Like the whole thing was he was under, he was underweight because he wouldn't cry when he was hungry. It was just like, ah, whenever you're ready. And so that was one of the weird things about it. So we had to force feed him basically to get Man. his weight up. But the one night he spent crying, I fed him and 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 fed him. And fed him. And did all these things, and he wouldn't wake up, he wouldn't go to sleep. And I just realized at about one, like not even one, like maybe just past midnight, I go, tonight's going to be one of them nights where anything and everything keeps him awake. But I, I just kept going back to the, to the knowledge of he's a human, he will fall asleep. He will exhaust himself and fall asleep. Like that's the way I always feel about it. And, and, and some people might take this as abuse. I am a proponent, and I've always been that way of we've done all we can like there comes a point where we i've done all i can do for you lizzie and i have done all we can do for you we have comforted you till the point where there is no more comfort we have given you whatever medicine you need to the point where we cannot give you any more medicine good night close the door i have asked about that as a viable option i have been rejected oh yeah summarily oh yeah she feels too bad oh they don't like doing it at first and she feels like she's neglecting and she feels like if the baby is fussing and inconsolable to certain part or despondent, mm-hmm. then she's not doing her job as a mother. And that's the maternal instinct. That's great. That's, that's great that she has that instinct. I think that'll serve us well over time. Does not serve us well last night. Well, remember, their feelings aren't hurt. They're, they're not old enough yeah. to have feelings yet. They don't know what feelings are. Their feelings are everything that she's doing right now is a pure natural reaction either to discomfort or to hunger or mm-hmm. needing to be changed discomfort within her you know mid, mid area yeah. yeah burped whatever it is um there's a there's a bunch of things that can happen or they they get to the worst part which is a very tough thing for a parent to accept is that they will cry because they're overly tired oh god the great they will cry great. because they're they're got the it surrounded. so exhausted and that's why you have to find like the first couple of nights we brought home axel he cried and cried and cried and cried and cried. We realized we didn't swaddle him. The moment he was swaddled, he was out for the next 14 hours. I wish. I pray. I pray. He was so tired. This baby does not enjoy the swaddle. Yeah, I don't know what you do. I, I, I would just... I know you said like she was breached, and so her arms immediately go up. Yeah, I, and they do have the swaddles with the arms up in the air. That's worked a little better. Yeah. I'm, there's, there was a couple times where they had their arms up, and I just pinned their arms up. Mm-hmm. Good night. That's it. Yeah. Because there's a, you, you do. You reach a point where there's nothing more you can do. 
So I feel bad for you. At the same time, we've all been through it. Well, you everyone's been, been through it. it. That's why. Point. That's why. No, it's not like I'm begging for sympathy. Everybody has dealt with this. You and thinking if, twice about that second kid already. In fact, um, I here's what I'm thinking twice about. Is that I cannot fathom how she will be able to operate when she is eight months pregnant and now has a ten month old. Well, exactly. Yeah. I can't fathom that. And really, it's me and my anxiety about how I will have to step up mm-hmm. because I will have to step up yeah, but you do, in a you, big way. And do it you do. Noticing. You do. You do. That's, that's human nature, unless you're a monster. And I just watched Flowers in the Attic, the origin stories yesterday. No, tell me more. I uh, would love many parallels. Um, but in just, in just knowing that everybody else in my life has been through this, mm-hmm. I shouldn't feel bad. Like, I didn't realize what other people were going through. It makes me feel bad that for so many years when my buddies were doing that and I was just out doing God knows what, and I never felt sympathy for anybody. And I'm like, why did you, you want to have a kid? Okay, well, now it's my turn. So why should I seek sympathy? Everyone's already been through this. I'm just late to the party. Uh, I don't think it's a sympathy. I think it's an understanding. Not, yeah, but you're you also, know. you have a maturity now that I didn't, I mean, my, uh, my, I was 24 when we had our first kid. 17 years younger than yeah. I am now. And, and the thing about that, Owen, is part of me, as much as I love the – I have more – I actually – this is making me more patient. And I've got more patience than I used to, which is still not much. It's definitely my flaw. Oh, can't mess with that microphone. But, You'll get more. Oh. It's breaking up. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. sorry about that. Um, not, not no, it's me. dead now. Is it? Now it might be alive. Is it back up? There it is. All right. No, I won't touch, touch it again. Are you kidding me? So, so there was there's sympathy. The, the, all that we're, we're discussing, like how how hard that is, knowing I have the knowledge that I have now, right? I'm older. I'm supposed to have more wisdom. Where it doesn't serve me well is that part of me yearns for a stupider, younger me who well, just would, have ta- would not have tried to logically break any of this down because – I think a lot of people that have kids at a well, hold on. I think a lot of people end up having kids at a younger age. They do whatever's thrust upon them, and they don't think about it. I'm almost thinking too much. Well, there was a part with the youth where I could see where that benefited me, where I, I could go two, three hours a night with sleep and just be cool with it, and just roll out and do it again. And I can do that now for a day. Yeah. But then I have to recharge. If I don't get a good recharge in right now, the weekend is my recharge to yeah. kind of you know, put up with the schedule that we're on now. How is the weekend your recharge? What do kids have practice and, and games Sunday mornings now? Yeah, that's getting ready to change. We play all our first games. Got to be at the stadium. Although, it's not bad. I, you know, I'll still be able to sleep until 8 o'clock on Saturday morning, which I'm going to – that's that's a big oh, win, right? That's a huge win. That's a big win right there. Just as an aside, my buddy who came over to see the kid yesterday, he goes, you won't believe this, what I had to do Saturday. I'm like, what? Or Sunday. Sunday, what he had to do. He had to drive from Solon to Lodi for his girls' soccer game. Every weekend I do this. Hold on. Oh, and he drove back to Solon, then took the other kid to Lodi for his game four hours later. Two trips oh, from no. Solon to oh, Lodi. Oh, no. You go to Lodi, and there is a truck stop on the side where the soccer field I know the soccer fields very well. <laughs> it is the Seville Sportsplex, and that side has a Burger King and a Popeye's in it. And then if you need a shower, they got showers you for you, take too. All the time, or you yeah. go across the street, and you got a subway in there, and then there's a standalone <laughs> Arby's. I know that area very well. 
Why are you not just spending the four hours down well, there? I, I asked him, and he said it couldn't be done. Go to Medina if you need it, to for a It simply bit. cannot be done. It couldn't be done. Like, as if he hadn't thought that out. Drive uh, up 83 and buy an Amish money. pie for a little while. It's, it's yeah, a good time no way I would there. drive back and then drive back again. No. Everybody I feel goes. like I would. that would not have been an option. Everybody goes. Everybody comes. <laughs> you will sit and wait, and you will watch. My She's daughter, gotta wait. She's got to wait and watch her brother. Yeah. My daughter no, played extra games last year because she was on. She was technically rostered for two different teams. One would play at ten in the morning. The other would play at two, and then a different team that she could be on, but she was a little higher level. Played at noon. I go. We'll just play that game too. We'll just be here. I'd rather just play the games. Can I, than... can I get something else <laughs> off my chest? I want to bring the baby discussion to the radio. Actually, to the actual air. Yeah, right? I think we need I need some, some suggestions from fathers. Um, because I, I actually That's, think you're... it's a good point. Everybody's been there, and everybody's got a yeah. different way. And there's a thousand ways to skin up. And yeah, I don't, I don't a, like a the shaming. <laughs> there, there, there is the shaming of other parents for what they did, and I just think overall you got to find out what works for you. Yeah, Do you feel bad about the. When people are like, oh, Junior did this, and in your head you're like, I don't care. I don't care. And now you're kind of living that. Yep. For many Once years. Once you have kids, yeah, you yeah. care. It's true. Um, but I, it's not that you're wrong. I just disagree with you about the whole young thing. Because now I think you're less prone to fits of anger. Yeah, I agree with that. make you look like a foolish, foolish man. Because, um, again, I, I have a couple of times where I'm just flat-out embarrassed of my behavior around Axel and Eli. <laughs> Jonah's different, a little bit different, just because he's the third. And I'm, I'm a little bit, I'm certainly a more seasoned veteran, but there were a couple times I'm just ashamed of how I acted around Axel and Eli. And even Sam, our dog, when we first got Sam, I'm just ashamed. <laughs> Poor dog. Ashamed. And I think Poor that you, Sammy. you're 41, so I don't think you have that chance to have that instant instance, because mm-hmm. um, it's just embarrassing. And Owen knows exactly what I'm talking about. We all, every dad who had a kid in their 20s is sitting there like, yeah, that, that was not my, that was not my finest hour. Not my finest hour. Um, I got another thing to get off my chest. I, my league needs flag football refs more than anything. Oh, really? I don't know what's going on, Owen. We're making up rules by the week. Like, all of a sudden on Sunday, I find out you're not allowed to goes, well, you can't blitz your linebackers. I go, what? What do you mean? And then I realize, and this is almost like raising kids, the rules change every night, whether or not the baby's going to go to bed or not. The rules are changing every week, Owen. They're, they got this big text thread, and rules are changing every single week about what you're allowed to do and what you're not. The information's not being relayed back to me. So I'm just sending a kid right down the A-gap. See ya. <laughs> and all of a sudden, they're like, whoa, whoa, what the H are you doing over there? Well, I can say hell. What are you allowed to do? I'm in seven-year-old mode, so you try not to cuss in front of the kids. And they go, what are you doing? I'm like, what do you mean, what am I doing? We're not allowed to blitz anymore. Anymore? What are we? You're not allowed to blitz. And then I realized they changed the CBA on you. If you ha- I went up to the coach after the game, the other coach after the game, and I went up and I shook his hand. And I said, "You know what? I'm sorry." Like we, because we gave each other a couple of stares. Because and then I realized, I go, I go, we need refs because they're changing the rules on us every week. I'm like, I'm I'm an assistant. I no one's telling me this stuff. Here's the problem though with that. Refs aren't going to know the rules either. But this is the beauty of it. who's going to pay for the refs. If I have a ref, the league. If there's a ref there, I can throw up my arms and go, them's the rules. I guess them's the rules. Yeah. The only the difference ref. is the only difference is when you have a like we run into this, so we start Saturday morning, and they're gonna be guys that were out Friday night and they might have been out in right. you know, Milan or 
they're they've they have traveled. They were in Tiffin last night, and now they're in Avon Lake at nine o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. on Saturday morning, mm-hmm. and they are there to get their twenty five bucks or whatever they're making. But they're doing games all day to make a decent you yeah. know Saturday afternoon yeah. payment, right? But you go into and half the time. Luckily, I've been around for a while now, so they'll come up. They'll go, "What are the damn rules of this league again?" And we'll kind of get together with the other coach and go, "Okay, this is what we're doing," and we'll each hit the highlights of what we think should be. So that's the they're the they're the mediator in the divorce between you and the other team. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. I go, "We need refs here for someone we can just blame blame the rules on because we're just sniping mm-hmm. at each other, and then we think each other's trying to get some." Because you want to win. I know they're seven years old, but you want to win. Everybody wants Everybody to win. Everybody wants yes. to win. Stop lying to yourself. Everybody wants to win. And so then I think, are you are you getting an edge on me? Are you getting an edge on my boys, on my son? How dare you try to get an edge? That's how we ulti- we ultimately think. And then we have to cool, calm ourselves down and realize, okay, they are seven. And no one's going to – you're not getting up on anybody's shoulders if you win this. And it's not about you. It's about the kids. But in that moment, well, you see the way they celebrate when they score a touchdown, it, and it's got to yeah. drive you crazy. Oh my god! <laughs> and there, and then, I want to protect the innocent. So last week, not this week, last week, there was a guy on the other side. We're supposed to call the sidelines. So I'm on one sideline, honor system, and I on my yes, and on my children. Where that foot goes out of bounds, I stare and run up to it, and it's right there. You don't get a foot behind, and you don't get a foot forward. Either, I don't give either a, team. Either team. Yeah. I don't care if it's my own son who gets the ball. Yeah. More on that in a second. Uh, there was definitely a liberty taken last week. Definitely a liberty taken with a guy. Well, I just didn't know where it was. Oh, so he's down at the five all of a sudden because our our guy caught up with him. And then you don't want to make a big too too big a deal. Because they're seven, and you look like an a hole if you you're yelling about seven year olds. This is another There's thing. nothing you can I've do. I've said for years, put invisible fence in there. <laughs> this should <laughs> be there. Collar them up. The, te- the technology's there, folks. Exactly. I'm, I'm surprised, Ken, because you know, if in a fit of sarcastic rage, because you know how I go very passionate. Yes. Oh, I thought it was down at the one yard line. Why don't you just put the ball? You know what? Just take the points. Yeah. Well, let's spare everybody. Oh yeah. Let's just give you the points because that clearly is what you want and what you need. And that guy wasn't there this week. <laughs> and there was no liberties taken. And then I just felt bad about the other day because I'm like, it's just like, what are we what are we staring at each other for? These kids. And I go, if there was a ref, we, I don't want to blow a ref spot up. I don't want to do that either. But I would just look at it and go, because there were so many times last year when we played in a different league, I just threw up my arms and went, them's the rules. You got to deal with them just like they do. And there were things that didn't make sense because they're seven and they make them up as they go. But I, I honestly, everything was just cooler and just like, no. But now we're calling our own games, and so you end up getting upset with the other person. And so that's the way you feel about it, and I hate doing it that way. I hate doing it that way. Real quick, another thing. Uh, I might have yelled at it. Speaking of not, not my best moments, might have yelled at X in front of all the parents yesterday. Oh, great. On Sunday. Because the head coach comes up, and he goes, I know we're going to talk college football here in a second. Head coach comes up and goes, I want to I want Axel to get the ball. I go, Axel only gets the ball if he deserves to get the ball. I said, I said, Jamie, I I played football all throughout high school, all throughout when I was a kid. I didn't play seventh grade. I played fall baseball, which looking back on it was probably a mistake, but we did win the championship, so fine. 
Um, Congratulations. Thank you very much. I have the trophy still. But I went 0 for 3 in the championship game. This kid Never was throwing this easy BS stuff, and I could not. I wanted to hit a home run so effing bad at Firestone Park, and I couldn't do it. Either way, um, I said he only runs the ball if he deserves to get the ball. That's it. So we're up. End of the game. They put Axel in the backfield. I'm going, and I'm on the sidelines because I keep the kids on the sidelines with me while the offense is out on the field. Are you not, do you not want to do this? No, I do. Okay, okay. I want to know where this is going. Because I would have cut it off right there. And I see Axel in the backfield go, Axel's getting the ball. First time, Gavin, the neighbor kid, goes to hand it off to Axel. Axel just runs. Gavin puts the ball right there. Axel does not take the ball. Gavin has to turn around and do a bootleg and take off the other way. And I got steam shooting out of my ears because I know GD well. Axel was supposed to take the ball. Mm -hmm. And I'm over there, and I got to back the mic up here, and I go, I go, young man, I know that ball was supposed to go to you. That ball was supposed to go to you. You pay attention, son. I was upset. I never got the ball. I never got the ball. And I, it, was, it wasn't it was even a question of whether Kenny would get the ball. It was never happening. I was always too heavy. For last year, I came in three pounds over the weight limit. I, I starved myself to not get the X. <laughs> starved myself. I was 123. It was 120. You're in the sauna doing so, workouts. I just wanted to have one year where I can run the ball if I need to. I don't have the X. Next play. Next freaking play. Uh-oh. He does the same effing thing. And Gavin had to take the ball and run around, and his flag gets pulled, and I blow the whistle, and it's fourth down, and we got ourselves a turnover. And I am just in his face right there in front of everybody, and I go, I don't have time for this. We got to get ready for defense. They got the ball first and goal on the five because of you. <laughs> We're up 28 nothing, by the way. Um, yeah, the game is long, the, long. Been- I go, they got the ball first and goal at the five because of you. We, they just, they messed up the snap a couple of times. You know, you get one mulligan a half, and then it's second down, third down, and they did it a couple times. All of a sudden, it was fourth down, got to stop, whatever. No big deal. I am glaring. I have no idea what really happened. All I know is we didn't give up a score because I'm glaring at him. I go, get off the field. And I brought in another kid, and he subbed in for him on defense, and I am just glaring at him. And as I walk off the field, we're at the old high school stadium, which is now the middle middle school stadium. As I'm walking off, I go, you, come here right now. Get over here right now. And the one other kid, Levi, thought I was talking to him, so he started walking over. I go, Levi, not you, my son. In which I heard some parents in the back laughing. (laughs) And I mean, I am in his face. And I go, listen. I go, I can deal with you not being very good at this sport. I can deal with you not being very good at sports. All I ask is that you try and you pay attention when the coach tells you you're getting the ball. And then I sent him off. And I mean, I was just like, oh, my God, I just yelled at him right in front of him. Did he have any kind of explanation? No. He just stared at me because yeah. he's seven. And he's ter- he's, he's he was so I, – I know what happened. I got him so nervous the second time right. he didn't know what to think. Right. And I realized, I go, oh, my God, there's all these parents here. And I just yell. I mean, I was that loud with him. And I remember, there's metal bleachers. So my voice is carrying over by the church and by the middle school. We came out on defense. I, put, I, was, like, all right. I was like, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I, made him, I, I, I put him at linebacker in the final play and had him blitz like he was Rudy, which he didn't make the stop. Another kid, Levi, made the stop. Levi's very good. 
And uh, that was the end of the game. Title title this podcast at the end of it. Man, I wish Eli. <laughs> I wish I wish Levi was my kid. I wish Levi was my son. Yeah. I mean, I was so. And I kept. I, I did. I kept. I couldn't help but bring it up even later. <laughs> We're getting in the truck. My buddy's with us, who's Axel's godfather. And I'm just like, because they're all coming over to our house. And he, my buddy, who's Axel's godfather, ends up like running the chains for the game. And even my buddy's like, I was about to scream at him myself. I couldn't believe it. I go, you get this chance to run the ball, and that's what you do twice? I go, who knows when you're ever going to get a chance to run the ball? That could be it. I go, because I, I, I can't be there this Sunday, and I can't be there the Sunday after. Well, then they continue to schedule everything yeah. while you're yeah. doing pregame okay, show. Okay, because that's the way it works. I can be there the Sunday after that because we have Thursday night football. So I can be there. And then Ooh. the playoffs, that's going to be a wash, which sucks, but it's true. And I'm just like, I can't. Like, son, you had your chance. Who knows? When so do you have a conversation? And now he's playing tackle next year. Who knows if he's yeah, going to be able to run the ball? But wait a second. Do you, do you have a conversation now? You're saying he's seven, but at some point. He's not you, heavy, but he's not fast. He's not a ball carrier. I'd give the ball to somebody else. But can you get inside his psyche, even though we, we both know what happened? But can you get ask him as a, as a learning tool, as a, as a lesson for next time, if there ever is a next time? Yes. When the coach tells you to run a certain way and take the ball, take the ball and run that way. Yeah, but do you, do you have a way of – do you have a way of cozying up to him now? You've yelled at him. He, he, you know, he's in his head on it, whatever. And make it a lesson. Like, make it a nice lesson. Like, at the end of the half hour sitcom. Yeah, he'll remember how loud I got in front of, loud I got to him in the football game in front of all his buddies and all his buddies' parents. Yes. So you, just, you went tough love. Yes. And I always make sure to yell son when I'm yelling at him. Mm-hmm. So everybody else knows that that's it, it, are the people on the opposing team. Yeah. No, he's my son so, and I'm talking to my son. Yeah, Cause if it's another kid, it's, cause I am not yelling psycho. at anybody. I Gavin's have. the neighbor kid. So I'm a little bit tougher on him because we're close with the neighbors. So it's like, you know, it's like if they'd have no problem if they had to go somewhere, leaving him to mm-hmm. stay with us for a day or two or whatever. But you know, Owen, we, uh, we had a scrimmage on Thursday night and we had several Toby's one of the, He's one of my main ball carriers. He's mm-hmm. pretty good. Mm-hmm. And Your workhorse. We had, we had three. Well, he is, but I don't like to call him that. <laughs> but uh, we had three or four different times kids go down. They were hurt pretty bad, right? You know, in eight and nine-year-old kid world. Mm-hmm. And so I run over there, and I'm like, how you feeling? And, like, where's it hurting at? And they tell me. I'm like, okay, we're going to take a deep breath. And then when you're ready to set up, I want you to set up. And they'd set up, and then we'd help him stand up and all the parents would clap for him and get off. And Toby takes one around the outside and gets absolutely creamed by two other guys. And everybody runs over there and I am 30 feet away. And I just go, get up. That's enough crying on the field. And he was like, like sniffed it up real good and stood up and walked back to the huddle. I'm like, Nope, you ain't playing when you're crying. And he was like, he looked at me like I just did all this work and took this big hit, and you're such an ass to me right now. Yep. Yeah. That's the way. But it is. it's the same with my kid. It's the difference. Did I ever tell you guys a Limpy Gippy story? Limpy Gippy. I feel like I would remember it. Okay, sophomore year, the year I never did a thumbs up or a tomahawk chop, but as you guys say, I did the tomahawk chop. I know the like Tommy hockey field story. Yeah. Later in the year, because they were like, I was like, Coach, I. I don't want to just like not be a part of the team. He's like, well, you're a part of the team. You come to all this stuff. And you know, I was, I was on crutches and all this stuff. I forget who we were about to play. And it was, was, we always had, he would always lose his mind on a Thursday practice, a day that you're not supposed to wear pads. It was always by design. 
maybe you were taking it a little bit too easy. Maybe you're taking it a little bit too granted because the teams were usually good. My sophomore year, they were seven and three. They just missed the playoffs. My senior year is when we hit the skids, went five and five, lost like the last three games in a row, which sucked. Uh, everything was going great, five and two, and then you know it was piss. Uh, the next year we went to the um, state court or the regional final or the regional semi. Either way, he would do this by design. Thursdays there would be a practice with no pads, a walkthrough. Then you go to team dinner at the at Redurban Presbyterian Church. So we're all standing there on the sidelines, like me and six other guys who've been hurt, and I'm on crutches. I am on crutches. My leg is broken. It's still in its cast or and it's an immobilizer. I'm I'm immobilized, and. He had one of these days where he sent everybody in, get your bleeping pads, or he, he wouldn't say F. He'd say, damn, or whatever, get your pads and get back out here, let's go. And so it was full contact, guys running into each other. And we're standing there in the side. I forget, the. I, I think the weather was pretty pretty rough that day. A guy named Joe George, tough as nails, great football player. They give the ball to Joe George, they're doing goal line. He takes it inside, he comes up lame. And... My coach, Keith Wakefield, happened to see us in the corner of his eye. He blows. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The whistle. Get these limpy gippies off my field. <laughs> Turn around and get out of here. You're giving my players ideas. Because like he goes... All of a sudden, you can hear him going, oh, you're going to go south on me, too. Freaking senior captain before a game, you're going to go south on me, too. And he looks over and sees us, get these limpy gippies off my field. And, I mean, we turn around, and I'm crutching <laughs> as fast as I can with five other guys going out of sight. 
<laughs> went down went down to the trainer's office, and I'm going, are we kicked off the team? What do we do? What do we do? No, I, I was just like, oh, my God, are we kicked off the team? Are we off the team? And I go, I, I, I'm not going to dinner tonight. I can't, I can't eat the dinner when I haven't done anything. I can't eat the dinner. <laughs> and the one assistant coach, this is after practice, we're sitting there like, I don't know if he wants to see us. We, we are not in the locker room. We are not in the locker room. We're in the trainer's room. And the trainer comes in, and he's like kind of smirking at us. He's like, holy Jesus, something bad's just happened here. He saw it. And then the one assistant, Coach Shep, I was like, Coach, like, I don't think he's like, he came in and he just said, he was like a big, he was like the assistant. Like there's other assistants who are, you know, you've always seen your slappy assistants and things like that the players are, are close with. Shep was no BS. He was a really good coach, really good football coach. And Coach Shep came walking in and he sees us in the corner of his eyes and he just kind of smirks. I'm like, Coach, I can't go to dinner. He goes, son, you all better be at that dinner. He goes, I don't, he goes, that was bad. And he was mad at you. It's going to be a lot worse if you don't show up at that dinner. He goes, do whatever you can to damn well be at that dinner. He expects you all to be there. And I didn't realize just one of those things. He just got mad. He was mm-hmm. mad at a seat. He got, I mean, you got a guy who played for him for three straight years. who was a senior captain, ass kicker among ass. I mean, Joe George was an ass kicker, man. A good guy. Good dude, too. And uh, he comes up lane, and that pissed him off to no end. And he looked over, and we were giving him ideas. Because to him, he just looks over and goes, wouldn't that be a good idea to just be standing on the sidelines right now? And he went nuts. It was I, great. I, I love where he went mentally that that was his cause and effect. Mm-hmm. Not that maybe he's actually injured. <laughs> maybe something and happened. I, and it worked because I'll tell you what, we kicked the shirt out of I forget mm-hmm. who we played, but I know we kicked the shirt out of him. I know that. I mean, it was there. Was, uh, was all this to say that motivation does work? Yes. Yes, <laughs> it does. Uh, real quick, got to do Ohio State. What'd you think? Saturday. Okay, so I went back and rewatched it. Um, there's no doubt that they might have just stressed for a month leading up to this game, out physical Notre Dame. You have to out physical Notre Dame. We embarrassed ourselves against Michigan last year. Michigan, in that weather, the weather that we play in too, they out physical you, and you look like a finesse team. Yeah. And by the way, in the first half against Utah, they look like a finesse team too. And probably really for the whole game, we just have better athletes and, you know, uh, yeah. Got after. By the way, that Utah Florida game was the game of the weekend, if not for Florida State. But I didn't think LSU. it was an upset because I no, picked Florida, no. and everybody was picking Florida by that time. Yeah, a lot of people were. Um, they're they're you know Utah's offensive line is is legit. Their defensive line is pretty good too. But all all that said, I know this sounds like Homer Ohio State fan hoping this was the reason, but I do hope they were holding something back. I do. Now Smith. In Jigma, not having him available, and he probably, quite frankly, I'd be fine sitting him the next four weeks, three or four weeks. I mean, what, you're, you're 40 point favorites this week against Arkansas State, I mm-hmm. think? Uh, you don't need to play him because you have no shot. I know Ohio State's loaded. You got no shot without in Jigma in the in playoff. In Jigma, in the playoff. You don't against, against yeah. Michigan. And in the play, I think but you're right. Michigan looked good. By the way, I know they 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 were just gashing. It was it was eight yards of carry against Colorado State. Uh, you've got no shot without him and without your horses by the end of the year. You know, some people were like, "Do you think Ohio State realistically looked like a national chip?" No, they didn't. They didn't against Notre Dame. No, they I did. what I mean is they you would have expected if Ohio State is as dominant and has the horses that you think they do, 
They really should. They should have taken care. They should be able to score a lot easier than they were. That first half was not good. Who was the second Stroud kid? was shaky in the first half. Who was the second kid? But I think there's reasonings behind that. When you lose Chris Olave mm-hmm. and when you lose Jamison Williams, you know, there's going to be – well, Jamison Williams to mm-hmm. Al- uh, Alabama. Who's my third right. guy I'm thinking of? Olave. Olave, Williams. Why am I drawing a blank? Why am I drawing a freaking blank? The second wide receiver they lost in the draft. They had two wide receivers in the draft. Owen, come on. Why am I drawing a – we're both having brain farts here. When you lose – Kid your, that went to the Jets? You got it. Please, for the love Why of God. Why can't I think of it? Anyway. Tell me who it is before the end of this podcast. When you lose your two main guys, and then you lose Jamison Williams mm-hmm. regardless, you're going to have you're gonna have a bit of a setback. Okay? You didn't expect there to be because you had Jackson Smith and Jigba. Garrett Wilson. Garrett, oh, Wilson. Garrett Wilson. Jesus, yeah. Jesus thank yeah. you. When you lose Garrett Wilson, you lose when you lose Chris Olave, and before that, you even lose Jamison Williams. You're going to have a bit of a setback, right? Then you lose in Jigba. Then I think they had another injury at the wide receiver spot. So you have guys like Harrison Jr. and a couple other guys who, by the end of the game, if you look at some of their numbers, you had two guys over 80 yards receiving. Yeah. But in the first half... They're not used to playing, and Notre Dame packed a defense. They were okay defensively. I thought they were pretty good. So when you're playing, it wasn't like you were playing Arkansas State this mm-hmm. week and Notre Dame next week. You're playing Arkansas, or you're playing Notre Dame now. So Notre Dame's going to put up a fight. This is why I'm, I'm I'm nicer about this than some of these Ohio State fans you're talking to here. I thought what stuck out to me the most wasn't the offense. I have faith the offense will get on schedule. That, that's the assumption, right? They the, should yes. be back the to running explosiveness. Game, the running game was where you want it to be. The offensive line was where you wanted it to be. And Notre Dame has one of the better defensive lines in the country. What stuck out to me was if you want to win a national championship. Now, I know no one's writing poem, poems about Oregon's defense. But not only Stetson Bennett didn't look like he was just handing off and, and being a caretaker of the offense. He looked like he was making plays. Yeah. That offense looked like they were making plays mm. against Oregon's defense. If you want to win a national championship, I know everybody, because we look at the scores and we think, God, they're playing into the 40s. There's no defense anymore. You got to have defense. And for the first time in my recent memory, you and Dustin would know better than me. For the first time in my recent memory, I saw guys flying to the ball. I saw, and it's such a cliche. Eleven hats to the ball. I saw guys flying to the ball. I saw car crashes. I saw men trying to outman other men. Mm-hmm. For the first time for an Ohio State defense in 2001 or 2021, 2020, probably since 2019. In my recent memory, that was the first time. You play like that, you will beat Georgia. Because your offense is better. Now, their defense, their offensive line and defensive line may be the very best in the country. Mm-hmm. But your offense, I imagine your offense will be on schedule by the time the college football playoffs start up. If it is, and your defense plays like that, you you can beat Georgia. I can tell you that right now. Oregon isn't close. Bo Nix is not very good. You'll be able to beat them. Did you see any of the other games? I did. Yeah, I did. Did you see Alabama? I, I, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny. I, I, again, I referenced Dilfer earlier today. Mm-hmm. You know, he was talking about uh, the Bama, Bama quarterback who is now vaulted into the Heisman. You know, you're, you're right. They do not want to give the Heisman to the same guy two no. years in a row. They just don't. They don't. So that's what you got going for you if you're any of the other guys, including uh, 
including Stroud, but um, he said he last year played at maybe 168. And he's, what? Uh, he's, he said he might have been at one. He was told Whoa. by somebody that that's how small he was, and he said, I've just never seen that work in the NFL. He's like, I've never seen a guy. Because there's talk about what his aspirations oh, yeah. are in the NFL. And obviously, you're going to hear these guys do beef up. Tony Easton was a, was a pup. You just rarely pounds. see guys who are that slight. But, you know, Bama, Bama is Bama until otherwise. And like, last year's a humiliating season for Bama. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? It's, it's like humiliating yeah. uh, the way that their season unfolded. Uh, I got a chance to see them. I got a chance... You know, was in was in transit. Texas A and M was a bit of a disappointment in the first half of their game. Uh, overall, I still say LSU. LSU, who I don't think is going to factor in prominently to anything. It's Brian Kelly's first year, and everybody's yeah. taking their shots at Brian Kelly while they can. I do think Brian Kelly will will be just fine down the road at uh, LSU. So get your jokes in while you can. But in watching their game, I just was stunned that it was never even an option from even their fan base about going for two. They were like, oh, you're just playing the results. Wow. I would have gone for two. You really would have. I would have gone for two. I know. And people are like, well, wait, you got to factor in where the game was and momentum. And I'm like, no, I just, if, I, I thought, I, I well, thought FSU was the better team. What do you think LSU I would not have wanted to go to overtime with what them. What do you think LSU is going to finish this year? I don't think they're, they're going to be great this year. Brian Kelly's making so much money. Yeah. What, what, I mean, honestly, you go for it and you lose. Big deal. You lost the game right, anyway. Right. That's Boy, what that's I, a great point. Because if you go for it and you lose. Oh, it sets a, sets a tone, yeah. too. It sets I, a, have, I have faith in you guys. I have trust in you guys. Don't forget overtime. I have trust that you guys are going to win this now. And even if you lost, it's like you could go out there and the, you go out there in your press conference and go, I like love this group of players he's already. Here We're here to win. I believe in these young men. We're going to win a lot of games this year. Or we're going to go down fighting everybody with fists. I have I have faith yeah. in these guys, boy. You may, now I know that I might not have seen it that way in, in real time. Everybody the in their did, mind, can, I see your point. Can everybody in their mind has it stated and yeah. and written in stone that you only go for two on the road? Where did that come from? It's where a neutral that, site game. Technically, yeah, you're not at home. And, and, and overtime, <laughs> I know where it's at. Right, but you but, get what and I'm overtime is different in college. It's just a different animal than the overtime you grew up with. Well, yeah, because remember, you have what. Is it one round of 25 yards? And then it just becomes, I mean, that Illinois-Penn State game last year, that was just a crapshoot. Now, I would expect the better team to be able to convert two-point conversions more than the worst team. That's why I was so surprised Illinois ended up winning that game. Yeah, it was a fun game. Because it's like the better team should be able to execute two-point conversions better. But then I think a lot of people go, well, that's part of why the luck is there. So that would help your Mm. argument. Like, just go for it. Just go for it. If you get it and win, that's great. Hell, if you get it and you win, what is that? How does that make FSU and Mike yeah. Norvell look? Yeah, I know. If they would have lost that game after being up like that, and they look so good in the they second didn't. half, and like right at the end, you had that chance to put it away. You fumble at the you one yard line. One. I, I would just, I would just also say, college football. What is stopping college football from now that we're not under the guise of student athletes anymore at the highest level? We just aren't. What is stopping college football from just starting their season even earlier? Just just get us three weeks in before the NFL because this has been awesome. Yeah. That backyard brawl is nowhere near as big of a game during an NFL weekend. It just isn't. But the yeah. reason that was, and both those teams they play that game at the end of the year when normally it used to be played. Nobody would have cared because both teams would have six losses. But this year they both have zero losses, and they go and play, and the whole world is watching. 
the football world is watching and gambling on it. What is stopping college football? And we, we at some point this week, we got to talk about the new format, the new playoff format, yeah. because they just, they just went in and made it happen. They just said, okay, it's done. You guys have bitched to us far oh, long enough. Wednesday, we got to talk about it tomorrow. Yeah, we're just, we, we're just going to take care of it, and it's done. Uh, Ohio State would not have missed the playoffs, I think they no. said, in the last, since the, since the playoff era. Yeah. They would have missed zero playoffs. They would have gone every year. That's amazing to me. Yeah, it would end up being true. Um, was there I, any other observations that you had of the weekend? You didn't get to Syracuse see. drubbing Louisville. It was an amazing win. Where did that come from? Dino Babers is on the hot seat, too. Did you see the uh, – you didn't get to see any of North Carolina State, no. East Carolina, no. did you? Why is North Carolina State on the road at East Carolina? <laughs> Somebody asked that question, and the other one, Virginia Tech. What is it about these ACC – They were at OD – I did not see – it was Friday. I didn't yeah, get to see yeah. the ODU game. They were at o- Old Dominion. Weren't they? Was I believe was they were, Roanoke? yeah. What? I mean, I remember every once in a while these in-state schools, they'll do that. Oklahoma went to Tulsa before. Tulsa seats like 25 I mean, 000. Ohio State did go down to yeah. Cincinnati, but it was a Paul Brown Stadium, and Ohio State had 80% of the fans. Right. Yeah. Well, you remember um, App, the crazy App State game. That yeah, was at App Michigan, State. Yeah. Why are they going to these road games? Why are they doing these road games? <laughs> I don't know. North Carolina – those are three ACC schools. Why are you guys doing road games? Boy, that conference, have you ever seen a football conference is maligned the way it's talked about? And meanwhile, hey, Clemson got back to where they're supposed to be last night. I guess DJ Ungalilele yeah. didn't look good. No, yeah. But their defense, yeah, their defense is going to be scary. Yeah. Uh, by the way, saw Arkansas. Got to tell you, Arkansas lost two guys in the secondary during mm-hmm. that game. Watch that game live. Injuries, yeah. Coach Sam looked great. I don't know. It's week one with Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati. You can't be a, a playoff team every year. You don't think Cincinnati? Nah. You know what? You don't Cincinnati think they, in the AC, in the AAC in the American Conference. Cincinnati. What's the rest of their schedule? You don't think Hold they on. acquitted themselves well? No. Not at all. No. Because they're I looking don't. for a quarterback. I mean, I, yeah, but I don't think they did. I, I think Arkansas, Arkansas was to me was in control of that okay. game the entire way. Cincinnati came out and scored in the second half. Yeah. And that was, again, partly because you lose two guys in your secondary in the first half. But I, I, I just did not feel that way. I, okay, their schedule is Kennesaw State, Miami of Ohio, then Indiana. That's a big, that's a big game for Indiana. Mm-hmm. Big, big game. Then you get in conference. Tulsa, Oklahoma, Tulsa USF, SMU, SMU, um, UCF, Navy, ECU, Temple, Tulane. That's a nine and three season. That's a nine and three season, and they'll be fine. Because for a second, I'm like, did Luke Fickle miss the window a little bit? No, I don't think so. But no, that was my first. I didn't want to have too hot a take and go. No, anybody will pick him up right now. Also, um, Iowa State's going to beat Iowa this weekend. It's happening finally. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 